All right, everybody, thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, from realtors, lenders, builders, developers, residential or commercial, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, what really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I consider a real estate titan. Our very special guest and future Titan for today, Bon Latrell. Bon, thanks so much, man. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me on. Really appreciate you taking the time. I know you're super slammed and busy. I know everybody out there is in a huge anticipation for this episode to get to know you. So let's just dive in if you're cool with that. Man, I can't believe you have me on here, brother. Uh, that is a that is a risky choice. <laughs> I would not <laughs> say that at all. It's a risk if no one's watching this. There's so much to learn, man. You have so much to share. I can't appreciate wait to get it on there. So yep. let's just dive into the series of questions. So. Tell everybody a little bit about yourself. My name is Vaughn Latrell. I'm uh, I'm a native here, man. Right here underneath Pikes Peak. I was born down right downtown, and and uh, you know, back in 1972. So uh, you're dating yourself, right? I'm almost 50 years old now, Greg. Yeah, that's Um But yeah, I mean, this is my home, and um, you know, I went to high school here. Went to Liberty High School. Graduated District 20. Um, go Lancers. And uh, and now. Um, we live in Castle Rock, so I um, have a great family there, and actually they're leaving one by one now. Uh, my oldest son is a combat medic in the Army, and he's actually in Korea right now. Um, and we have a son that's, he's been gone for a little while too. He comes home to, to have a hot meal every once in a while, and he okay. plays football up at UNC Justice. And awesome. uh, we have a daughter that's a junior, Gianna, um, at Castleview, and then we have my wife, and she's... Uh, uh, you already know if you, you know me pretty well, so you already know she's a she's amazing. She's a saint, yeah. man. So she is amazing. If you're watching, <laughs> shout out for sure. <laughs> so and then we got Brutus, and he's the social media star. Uh, he's a, our bulldog, and and um, but that's a little bit about you know kind of a little bit about me and cool. my peeps and love it, it, man. And that's so good about being a native and being here. And there's yeah. so much to do with about family and obviously care. That's the number one here. But let's talk about the business side and kind of what got you into the business, what started and then what progressed you into sure. where you're at today. Sure. I happened to walk into the Tiffany Square building just kind of on a fluke one time and okay. got a job at MCI and found uh, out that I was actually pretty good at selling on the phone. And okay. I did that and worked there and was a supervisor there. I was there well, maybe about six, six and a half years. Um, and then as the ship went down and WorldCom went down and the whole deal, um, I, we had to figure out what we were going to do. Sure. And so everybody was kind of scrambling to find new careers. And, um, you know, I called Quinn, my best friend, and I said, hey, Q, what's going on over there? And, are you making any money? And he got a job at 20th Century Mortgage. It's not around anymore. Okay. And, uh, but he's like, yeah, he's like, I think we can make some money over here. And I had no idea what an interest rate was. <laughs> I didn't know what, how to buy a home. I didn't know anything, none of this. Right. And so I'm literally coming in, I mean, I have no idea. So the first meeting that I have with my new bosses and they sit down, they say, we have these green sheets, you okay. know what I mean? And so, yeah. and, so, and they come out of this printer, this old school printer, and they peel you off some, they're like, here's some lead sheets, there's a piece of paper, get all this information from the clients and bring them back. If you get one or two you know, today, that's gonna be a super successful day and we'll try to turn these into a loan. And I was like, well, I don't really know what a loan is, but we're gonna get a bunch of information and I'm just gonna go ahead. So I think the well, first I day, I think I did like 17 or 18 of those. And I brought them back into the boss and he was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what am I supposed to do with what these? I was like, don't here. ask me. Like, Look, brother, how does this translate into a paycheck? Right, right. And so, uh, but from there we started learning. We were only doing HELOCs back then and okay. lines of credit and stuff. And so 
but slowly over time, man, um, you know, Quinn, Quinn's been with me this whole way, you know. He's and a great it, guy. Dude, and you know Quinn yeah, well, man. A shout out to Q. He's gotten a lot of people uh, in this business and and uh, and he's been with me since day one and, and really had my back and since he got in he's always kind of been one step ahead and yeah. and it's been and it's been super awesome being able to follow in his footsteps because as you know man he's he's about one of the best dudes on the planet absolutely. and so inside and out not yeah. just not just business oh, no. but he's oh, a no. good man yeah absolutely sure. absolutely so that's kind of why I'm in the business man all right man and I love it and, and there's so much in there for everybody to take away is obviously it's not something that you were thinking about from day one it was something that you almost kind of fell into right but you put the time in right you work hard you do what's necessary you're putting in the hours and I think that a lot of people that get involved in any kind of real estate realm they think oh you know I could do that I could try that but you're a testament of that to really working hard and getting it done and having the systems to take it to the level that you've done that is huge and you know Really, really, really huge props for that, uh, Vaughn, because that was amazing what you've done so far and continue to do, so everybody knows that in here. So let's go into the next question, which I think is extremely important for everybody to get to know you a little bit more, is what's your why? I mean, what motivates you? What gets you out of bed in the morning? Lets you do what you do to the level that you do it at. Man, I've, I knew you were going to ask me this question. I mean, you say, he sends out the questions <laughs> on email. I try and, to prep. I try to prep everybody. <laughs> And I knew he's going to ask me this question, and I'm afraid of this question a little bit. I've heard all the Titan interviews, and everyone's a heck of a lot more polished than I am. Oh, it seems on, like, man. but I, you know, my why is, and we'll just dive into it, brother. I, um, for, for me, my my why is it starts probably it's a path, it's a journey that okay. started a long time ago. And I'll share a, a small story with you. And some of you out there know, and some of you don't know. But um, I've obviously I've had some life struggles. Sure. And um, you know, there was as a young man, I kind of struggled to kind of find balance in my life, and was kind of reaching out in the wrong ways. And I started. I was a good kid in high school, man. I was a in high school. I was the the president of Students Against Drunk Driving. I mean, I was you know good athlete and. Uh, sort of decent student, um, but I was involved in, you know, fellowship of Christian athletes and just, you know, in church and a lot of good things. And I had a goal. I wanted to be a youth speaker at actually at some point and, and okay. in my early years. And, and, uh, that never, uh, it didn't quite translate out here, um, with that goal mm-hmm. until actually recently. And so, um, but over time in my 20s and, and making a lot of money at a young age, mm-hmm. dealing with a lot of things that I hadn't dealt with as a child, and I uh, began to start making small compromises in my character, man. And, wow. and, and you know what they say, it's the little foxes that spoil the vine. And, wow. and, uh, yeah. and, and it's, you know, if somebody were to come up to me when I was 20 years old, I'd never had alcohol at 20 years old. And they say, you know, do you want to have a drink? Yeah, I would have been like, no. Well, over time, you start making compromises depending on what friends I had or, you know, maybe a girlfriend along the way or whatever the situation may be. And, um, and I started to do things. I started to become a part of things that, that was contrary to my character. And, uh, and, and over time I became someone by the age of about 33 that I had no idea who I was. And, you know, I, I, I got in a I got in a car crash May 21st 2005 um, I was driving on the east side of Colorado Springs and I ran a red light um, I was drinking and driving mm-hmm. and I hit a lady and that day she died and so 
you know, that happened, sure. and I and I did that, and it was a it was a culmination of about twelve or fifteen years that I had lost my entire wedding. Sure, and it was a, a situation where um, I. I, I just devastated a ton of people. She had a 12-year-old son that would never see his mom again. Um, we have, there's devastation and victims everywhere. And, you know, at that point, I had to look at my life and say, you know, how did I allow my life to get to this point, like right now? And my kids were in the car that day, and they were hurt, and, and um, you know, my cousin was in the car, and it was, it was, a, it was a bad situation. Sure. And so... Um, I was I was just reeling. I had no idea at that time who I was. Um, I was sentenced to prison, and I ended up spending 2,530 days, um, to be exact, and uh, in the Colorado State Penitentiary. And so, um, you know, I remember the first day. And, and to answer your question, is yeah. what is my why, right? And we're skipping forward we're yeah, yeah. kind of skimming over some things here but um you know what is my why well i remember the, the very first day i actually woke up in buena vista and buena vista correctional facility and i asked the guy next to me in the cell next to me if he had a piece of paper and a pen and that was the first day they brought us in and i'm in this cell and it's old school bars and then you know like 120 year old prison they used to let people go there with a horse and a gold coin i mean it was wow. it's old school and it's it's not a fun place to be right right and so the prison door shuts and it's all the old yellow bars and i had a huge clock outside my cell and and you can see it's like the ones you have in grade school and yeah. and the clock is just ticking you can just see it, it's like well, that particular day happened to be my uh, son Justice's birthday. And tough, you know, tough. I broke that day. And I, I couldn't fix anything that I'd done. I couldn't, I couldn't mend anything together. Right. Everything slipped through my fingers. It was all gone, and I'd hurt I don't know how many people. Sure. You know what I mean? And just devastated people's lives with my decision to allow my life to get to the point where I drink and drive and kill someone. So I just broke, man. I just started writing down on a piece of paper that day. What I now see is the plan for my life, but I didn't see it right then. All I, all I knew is that I didn't know how, I didn't know how to even want to breathe like my next breath because I didn't feel like I was worth anything on this planet, sure. if that makes sense. Yeah. But... I just I took time and I just wrote down who I wanted to be you know like what kind of man do I want to be what kind of human being what kind of member of society what kind of husband what kind of father what kind of you know and, and what and I basically just started writing out a blueprint for my life okay. and it was looking back now and I still have that and but how I was also going to put into action like how how was I going to get there mm -hmm. because I didn't feel like I could live for five more minutes and so sometimes it was five minutes and I'd, I'd have to make it for 10 minutes and, and make it for the next hour and, and set a goal for two hours. And I just began, okay, I wanted to do this. I wanted to finish my college degree. I wanted to read a thousand books. I wanted to learn how to speak Spanish. I wanted to do this and that and get in good shape. And at that point, man, I was a 330 pound mess. I had let my entire life go. And so it's, 
you know, looking back on it. And so what did I do? I just walked it out one day at a time. Okay. You know, just one, every single day, one day at a time. And my, and my why began to become a legacy. I wanted to leave a different legacy. That's right here. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, I wanted to, I didn't want the story to end right then. You know what I mean? I wanted my, I wanted, I didn't want to be dead and have my family come in and be like, well, he had like immeasurable talents and he was super, you know, you know, charismatic and he could do anything. He had all these, you know, he had all this potential. I didn't want that to be what people said about me at my funeral. And so I wanted to leave a different legacy, one that said, okay, this is what he did. He, this is the mess ups he had in his life. Right. These are the things that he had to overcome. Mm -hmm. These are the things that, you know, and, and, mo, and mo, a lot of that was, you know, self, you know, over, overcoming self bad decisions. Sure. Some of it was dealt, some, but a lot of it was just me making boneheaded decisions. Right. And so um, I just wanted, I, that, that's the kind of things I wanted. I wanted my sons to be able to say, hey, you know, my dad has had these struggles and but this is what he did and he walked it out and he turned the other way and he just became a totally different person and you know and I just wanted to be something different than I was I wanted to find what my purpose was and in that that was my purpose that is my why my why is that just that I want to leave a different legacy and that stays with me every single day every day Unreal. that's it and, and by the way, thanks for sharing that because that is not easy whatsoever, you know, to let everybody know kind of what's going on in detail. I will tell you, Vaughn, that that's got to be one of the most powerful whys that we've had um, on this series. Um, it, mistakes happen. Bad things happen every day. We all deal with challenges and struggles, but you have addressed those things. You've made amends, and you've continued to grow that legacy. Your family, anybody who knows you, anybody who really knows you, knows that that's already been done, man. You, you, that list that you made, that stuff that you've been going through, you're good. You know, you, you've made peace, you've done through, but you continue. You give so much to charity, you give so much to people, you give so much to your family, and you're not done. You're not done, man, and no, you know it. That. You're still going, you're still growing. So as far as wise are concerned, that's huge, man. And, and thanks for sharing that. Yep. And hopefully everybody takes that to heart. That is not easy whatsoever. Um, but I think we can all learn from that particular and there. So let's go into a slightly softer question. Yeah, please. Let's hear that out a little bit. This is good. So when it comes to the business portion and this side here, and again, continually to grow what's going on, the people that are watching this, they've watched the series to see what the Titans are doing to grow, right? And not just in struggle, but also in business. So if you could pick a few things that you've added to your business thus far from the beginning to right now, that took your business from one spot to the next. Yeah. What does that look like yeah. for you? I have to trust people. Okay. <laughs> you know, right. I've, I've yeah. had to learn, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a control freak and, and I kind of want things done the, the right way. And, you know, when I got back into this business after being gone for almost eight years, right. um, you know, I didn't know anything. I'd forgotten everything. I didn't know how, I didn't know how to read a ratio. I didn't know how to do anything. And right. Quinn had to literally sit me down and just say, look, this is how we do this again. And now everything's changed and all these regulations and laws. And I was like, it's like drinking out of a fire hose, man. And sure. so I was just learning the business again. But I think the thing that's really taken me to the, to the next level in business is being able to trust others that are around me. Wow. Being able to just say, look, I can't do this on my own. Mm -hmm. You know, this is, 
I can be the face of this and I can talk and I can pre-qualify people in this and this, but really the big, you know, the magic of, of our process here and what we've put together and, and the, being able to do the volume that we can do is, man, I got a you know, great processor, Brittany Cruz, I got great assistance. Christina Thomas is, uh, she's like my right hand. Wow. I got Paul Luttrell, my cousin. He's now a licensed broker, but still does so much for me. And he's awesome. been with me for so long and he's gonna be awesome. And, um, and Mel Smith, I mean, Mel is just a great guy. He's also one of the football coaches over at Vista Ridge. And that's oh, a great guy in the community. And so just having a team and you know, being able to say, okay, take that leap of faith. Okay, we need one assistant. Now we need two, now we need three. And, and really began to just relinquish the, the daily tasks. And I found that once I did that, not only were we better, because they're better at these things than I am. Right. Hey, you know what I mean? They're just better. They're, yeah. That's the fact. I'm good at some things and they're really good at some things and that's what makes it really awesome. And so I think that if I had to list something, that's probably the number one thing. I think that's huge. And a lot of the other Titans that are on the series and people that are watching this can, can attest to just not necessarily trying to do everything on your own. Yeah. It's hard to give away that, that, yeah. that trust or that yeah. freedom to say no one's going to do it like me. But you are a testament to that, that once you find the right pieces, the right people, a part of your team, yeah. you can grow exponentially more yeah. than you'd ever do on your own. Right. No one really does it alone either. Right? right, so I think that that's beautiful advice, and, and that's for everybody out there. So hopefully, you guys are writing that down. That's really, really good stuff. Is just put the right people in place, grow your team when it's right, right, and trust. Yeah, man. Just let go. I guess yeah, that's right? it. And, and you know what? A big part of like one of my skill sets is I, I love talking to realtors. Okay, yeah. that's that's my thing. And for it, sure, the more that I can put on their plate, the more I get to talk to my realtors and and. Uh, you know, and I love, man, I got the best realtors in town, dude. Networking, you know. networking machine. This guy works with some of the best of the best. You yes, know. I absolutely do you know. know. It's the truth. And I think that that comes down to the fundamentals. I talk to a lot of uh, loan officers and mortgage professionals. Yeah. And, and it's interesting because there's there's multiple personalities. There's kind of the, the desk LO that kind of sits back, doesn't yeah. really network yeah. and push out, but just writes loans, does a good job. Yeah. But I find that the best of the best understand the back end and the processes, but are people. This is a relationship business. I don't need to tell anybody who's so, watching this. You know this. Yeah. And you roll with the best of them, man. So I, I think it's awesome. Man. I think it's that's the fun part, man. I think so. Fun part. I think so. It's all about people. So yeah. uh, all right. So that's good stuff. So let's go into um, the next question inside here. So if we take a look at it, you know, when it comes down to giving advisory, this is the challenge question. Now, um, we've already tapped into obviously a big challenge you've dealt with in your life. Um, and I, I, I really applaud you for sharing that, and I, hopefully that really affects so many people watching this. But if there's another key into that or something else that sticks out to you that really put in front of you a challenge that you overcame yeah. on top, what does that look like for you? Yeah. I mean, just to kind of piggyback on what we said before, but right. the challenge the challenge to become a good person happened when I was in prison. Right. And that was a challenge. Mm -hmm. But, you know, a, a recent challenge for me was getting out. Like, do you have clothes? Mm -hmm. you know? I have to get custody of my kids, which happened the day I got home. Uh, finding a place to live, you know, I mean, just make, taking those steps one at a time. 
this mortgage industry, man, this is the probably the biggest challenge because sure. after you have that happen, is is a lot of the real estate professionals that know, um, you know, you have to check a box on that application to become a licensed broker that says, have you committed a felony? Right. And the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. And so, Dora did not give me my license the first time. They said, no, we will never give you your license. Sure. We don't believe that. Mm-hmm. And I didn't believe that we had come this far to just quit. Mm-hmm. And so I shot it to him again. Waited six months, shot it to him again. No. Wow. No. Fourth time. Fourth time, man. Went back in and, and I had a, a lady, the first, there's five members on door and the first one said no right away. And she was on the phone and the second one, she said, I keep seeing this guy's application. I keep seeing some of the things that he's involved with and doing. And, and, and she goes, I just, I just believe in a, in a guy getting a second chance and the opportunity. And I just want to know what that has to do with someone's ability to, to, uh, to be trusted by the community again and, and be able to, to do mortgages in the state of Colorado. And all of a sudden it was yes, 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 yes. And as you know, it was an open forum, so they, they don't even know they're talking about me. And I'm sitting right there and I stood up and I just said, thank you. And you won't regret it. Won't regret it. And so that was, you know, when you hear no, you know, no, 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 you start to think just for a second. But you know what? I just look back on all the things that I've already heard no in my life, or you're never going to be this, or you can't come back from this, or you, you know, you can't repair these fences or mend these relationships. And no, we don't, we don't, we don't believe in that. So. No. And, and that's obviously a huge part of your character, a huge part of your moral compass and the man that you are, is not taking that no for an answer. When you know that you can do more, you can be right, everybody deserves a second chance, even sometimes a third chance. And again, I think looking at it from that standpoint, it, it just, just by you, you know, sharing these stories and these struggles about it, there are people out there who haven't dealt with anything near anywhere of that struggle, and they're not the best people in the world. You know, sometimes we need challenges. Sometimes we need struggle to have reflection on, hey, you know That's what? Good. This is something that hit me, and I'm not going to be a worse man because of it. I'm going to become a better man for it. And I'm not just going to do that in my life, but I'm going to do that with my family. I'm yeah. going to do that with my friends. You give back so much to the people around you. I know you're a part of charities, Yeah. right? You're We've got an awesome one with Legacy 521. Yeah, let's hit it. Do, do you mind sharing? No, not at all. We do uh, this year. So... My other business, right? My other yeah, business yeah. is Legacy 521, and I get the opportunity to speak in high schools, colleges, organizations across the country. I was a keynote speaker at the Franklin Covey Conference wow. in California. Awesome. Uh, just got a chance to really share my story, and it, that was so cool. But, you know, it's uh, it's really just about my brother and I started it, and, um, you know, it's, a, it's, it's about just getting out the message of, overcoming and drinking and driving and making good choices and consequences and things of that nature. So I'm able to, to have a really awesome platform to reach a lot of different people. But wow. one of the things we do in Colorado Springs is exciting right now is like, is Thanks Fest. Okay. And Thanks Fest, we're trying to, we started it five years ago. I actually thought of it while I was laying in my prison bed and I said, okay. I want some tangible things that I can do in the community. I've taken from this community mm-hmm. and I can't take that back. Right. How do I give back to this community and continue to give back? And so I thought of it one day, and I'll never forget. And I was like, we're going to provide Thanksgiving dinners for every family in Colorado Springs that does not have a Thanksgiving dinner. Mm-hmm. 
And so we, that first year, our family really, um, I remember we cut all the groceries for five families, got our names from this church, and, and I delivered them all, and then it grew to 25 the next year. And then everyone's like, Vaughn, how can I get involved? And we want to be involved. And, and then the community just started killing it. And then my realtor started killing it. And it, then it just blew. We went to 66 and then 107 last year. And this year, we already have 110 families. Wow. And we're going to 250. We got 10 more days to raise funds. And, and I go to Legacy dash 521.com link hit, will be below everybody hit the thanks hit the thanks fest tab legacy gifts tab and you can donate um and then come out and help us hand them out and that's a super blessing and you know, there's just a lot of people in need man we i work with head start program here um cpcd and they work with 1800 families that are living below the poverty level man and it's just uh and and we can do something and that's we can't fix everything right but we can do something for sure and we're gonna do something we're going to make a difference, man. You're, you're doing it, Vaughn. I mean, already doing it, have been done there, bought the T-shirt, you're going to continue to grow that legacy. I mean, the, flat out, that's the facts, and that's the truth. So hopefully everybody knows that and sees that. Link's going to be down below, so please donate your time, effort. Um, that would be most appreciated. So let's go into a slightly softer question into this as well. And this is actually one of my favorite questions. Okay. Going back in time, mm -hmm. if you could give your younger self a piece yeah. of advice or two, what would you say to young Vaughn? Man, I have a different concept of time now. Okay. I know how long a day is. I know how long eight years is. Right. Um, I tricked off so much time. And I got through in my younger years on talent, being able to talk, being able to sell, mm -hmm. but I just lost so many opportunities. And if I could just go back and just say, Vaughn, <laughs> just, your this talent means nothing mm -hmm. without hard work, focus, and goals. I was just out there, just day to day, mm -hmm. you know, day to day, and 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 I can't, you can't live like that, man. And and sure. and I, I wasted so many opportunities. We're only on this planet for this amount of time. It's a blip, dude. It is a blip. Mm -hmm. I don't know how I became, you know, almost forty-seven years old. I I have no idea literally no idea right and so you know what are we doing you know i i would tell myself man make the most of every and each and every opportunity you know what i mean because it's ne it may never come again right. if you don't maximize this and you don't work hard man vaughn i just want to shake myself sometimes mm -hmm. you know what i mean but now we're here and so and shake my kids and tell them. So. <laughs> that's where everybody with kids gets that. I, but Vaughn, that's that's beautiful advice, not just for young Vaughn, but for everybody who's watching this, myself included. So look at it. Time is the number one commodity. You know, make sure you're doing the right things. Make sure you're spending time with people who you love and care for. Make an impact and a difference in the community, not just with your occupation, live to work, but really do something different like you're doing. Right. I think that's huge, man. That's huge. And if more people live that way, we'd all be in a better spot. So that's great. Hopefully everybody took that to heart because I know I did. So let's go into the feeding of the mind portion because I know that a lot of viewers of the series, they want to know what Titans are feeding minds, what they're growing with, what they're learning and that sort of thing. So if you could look back, books you're reading or have read, podcasts you're listening to or influencers on social media, what are you feeding your mind on? Well, and I, iron sharpens iron, first of all, man. I try to be around good people I try to have a circle of people that hold me accountable starting with my wife and then 
going through all of my friends, I can look at like my family and, and, and some of the people that have actually been there and held me accountable and continually talking with them and learning and, and growing, man, because I'm just a work in progress, brother. That's the bottom line, you know what this I mean? This guy, this guy. So right. it's, it's cool, but, but as far as like, like if I could sit down and read a book right now, I mean, I, I love, I'm a junkie for someone who has made like, has to overcome something that's just ridiculous. Right. Okay, Aaron Ralston, between a rock and a hard place. Okay. Dude, out canyoneering, you fall into this crevice, your arm is pinned. Wow. Your arm is pinned, and you're going to die, and no one is going to find you. <laughs> and you are literally drinking your own body fluids to try to stay alive, and it's either cut your arm off with your own pocket knife and live, like how bad do you want to live? Like right. how bad is in that in that human spirit is, you know, do you see the worth? Like I just want one more day. Right. I just want one more opportunity, right? Yeah, uh, yeah dude, dude. And then you got like ultra marathon man, okay. Dean Carnese. Okay. This guy has a midlife crisis. And I can't remember if he was like 30 or 40, but he, he's had a bar with his family or whatever and he just walks out of the bar just walks home puts on his grass stains stained tennis shoes and just starts running wow. and just forest gumps it basically and just starts running through the ran like a hundred miles calls his wife says i'm i'm here okay. she's like what are you doing and then he just started running well this guy ran so much this is the guy that ran a hundred miles to get to the boston marathon and finish fourth wow and it tells you right it tells you like you're never too old you're never, you know, it's all about what you're committed to and what you want. What do you want? You know, what's your passion? I mean, how passionate of a person are you? And I love those kind of stories of overcoming. I love anything by John Krakauer, you know, you know, Into Thin Air, the, the story of the Mount Everest. I love, you know, like uh, the people that died on that, on that mountain, man, and just some of the things they had to overcome and what he's done. And, you know, I mean, just it's so many so many books like that man and those are the books that got me through in my life right you know right. seven habits of highly effective people okay bro great one wow man yeah. if you haven't spent time reading that book read it read it i, I don't really know what to say you know, i know you know whatever anyone's opinion is on stephen covey or this or that sure. um the principles that's the thing right if it's principle centered mm -hmm. like you know be proactive begin with the end in mind mm -hmm. put first things first the, those are principles, you know, like, like honesty and discipline and hard work. You can't argue with those. Those are timeless. Mm -hmm. And, you know, those are the, and that's why that book is so awesome, man. Sure. And, and so, I don't know, those are some of my favorites, brother. I mean, those are great. Those are huge. And as always, I'm going to have a list of those books below so you can feed your mind the same way that this man is to become great just like that. And I think that what's a really big testament to what you just mentioned is the types of books that you're feeding and continue to they're motivational, they're inspirational, and it obviously exudes out of you. I mean, anybody who's watching this can, hopefully you feel this energy, because I do in the room, it's fantastic. <laughs> and, and obviously the people that love you and know you and trust you, they see that every day. Your clients know that, your partners in the community, they feel that, and it comes from your thought process, your mindset. It's kind of that old adage, you are what you eat. Right. Yeah. Well, you yeah. you are what you consume in all facets: books you read, yeah. movies you watch, conversations you have, associations with individuals. Obviously, you're putting a lot of good stuff in your brain, my friend, because it's coming out. It's know. coming out all over the camera here. So, <laughs> thanks for sharing that. Again, I'll have the links in below so everybody can follow along that way. So, 
This has been chock full of awesome information. I mean, that is an understatement to say the least. The struggle, the story, the inspiration behind it, the knowledge, this is huge. So I want to wrap everything up for everybody with one last question. And it ends up being the quote or mantra question. If you could sum up your brand as a man, as a professional, with a quote or a mantra that you live by, what does that look like for Vaughn Mitchell? I'm not super fancy. First of all, I don't even know what mantra means, but I don't <laughs> it's, know. This is real. This is live, everybody. <laughs> Look, man, I have on my wall right here is execution. Stop talking and put in the work. Talent means nothing without hard work. And hustle, the greatest, most important word ever. I mean, that's those are the things that I think about all the time, man. I'm not the most super talented guy. You know, I'm not the most, I don't, I'm not, I mean, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't even have Facebook. You, uh, you set on, all man. my stuff up, man. <laughs> you know how terrible I was. You're there, you're there. Twitter, what is that? And so, um, but man, I don't, uh, I, I literally, man, there's a, I wake up early, man, I just come to work and I just handle business every single day and I'm relentless and I never stop and I, might, I never don't answer my phone and I'm always on it. Love and so that's why these things are so important to me, man. I and mean, probably, man, I kind of give, you know, in prison, and it wouldn't be this interview without giving, you know, props to really what, you know, the my higher power, man. God really changed my heart and my life in a lot of ways. And I'm still a work in progress, bro. Don't, don't make any mixed words about that. We can get Jen and we can do something fancy to get her in here she can probably tell you but. we're all there we're all there <laughs> so but i will tell you this man is, is that i really believe that you know in a lot of ways man god was there for me when i needed him and, and, and really changed my heart and so the bible verse that i live by and, and maybe it's that close to a mantra sure yeah. okay all right um, is is james 1 2 um, consider it pure joy my brothers when you face trials of many kinds because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance and perseverance must complete its work in order to be complete, mature, not lacking anything. And that's it. Wow. That's it. I, I love it, everybody. Vaughn, this has been an extremely powerful episode. Thank you so much for being on. You are an official Titan, my friend. Absolutely, yeah. 100%. So thanks so much. Again, everybody, thank you so much for your time and attention, your love and support. Really appreciate you. Live every Friday, every Tuesday afternoon, different Titan, different location. We'll catch all of you on the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care. Take care.